SAFM. Now, let's talk about uh, the legalities surrounding those who may have been involved in the looting and unrest that took place two weeks ago. If you are an employer and find out that one of your employees was arrested for their part in the looting, do you fire them? What is it that you do? What are your legal rights as an employer and as an employee? And uh, to help us navigate this issue, we are joined by uh, Peteni Nkuna, who's a director in the employment practice at Cliff Decker Hoffmeyer. I'm going to ask that all of us as A-team listeners on The Talking Point just take in as much information from this discussion from Peteni so that we can know the legalities and our rights and responsibilities, especially as this is still fresh um, in our minds, in our memories, and the, the ripple effect of people being arrested right now and, uh, you know, going in for cases when it's going to happen is still with us. Um, so you, you listen in and you'll call in and interact with us a bit later. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Pateni. Warm welcome to you. Thanks for having me, Patricia. And good morning to your listeners. I'm not going to go around the bush. Can an employer dismiss an employee for pra- participating in civil arrest? Well, not necessarily participating in civil arrest because generally people do have a right to demonstrate. We have our constitutional rights to freedom of expression. What they could possibly be dismissed for is conduct that is untoward during the protest or demonstrations. For example, somebody steals and they can be placed there and they are they can also be linked to the employer within the employment context you would have for example a charge of bringing the employer into disrepute and when we talk about looting as well there are employees who for example may be in the retail business and you are entrusted with thousands and even millions worth of stock in your day-to-day job and then you have been stealing from another retailer. Now, as an employer sitting, I'd be thinking, can I trust you? So for an employer to enjoy jurisdiction over your conduct during these kind of protests or demonstrations, they would have to show that they have a legitimate interest and that your conduct in some way links back to their business. So it would need to be conduct and the conduct would need to be proven before the employer can uh, dismiss an employee. Now, what can an employer do in the case that the employee is seen on social media uh, participating in the civil unrest and uh, perhaps looting or whatever it is that they're doing? They're actually caught doing it. What is uh, the employer's um, right here? So they would have to investigate the nature of the conduct and also make the determination whether or not there is a link between that conduct and their business. And when I talk about business, just not just their operation, also their good name, because you we've we've become a very connected society. So even off off duty misconduct, you can actually be dis- dismissed for. So those are some of the things that they would have to look at and then draw a conclusion on whether or not there is a basis to discipline them. Let me give you an example. Uh, we, if There has been a case where an employer, this is actually a case that came before the court, where an employee committed misconduct outside of working hours and outside of the actual premises 
but an employer still enjoyed jurisdiction because that conduct was linked back to the employer. That could be either because of the nature of the job you're employed to do. I mean, we we saw reports about a CEO of a certain financial institution that links back to the employer. So there isn't really a binary answer. You would have to consider every case on its circumstances and make a determination as an employer and then take disciplinary action. Uh, Pateni, which schedule of law or labor law is used to preside over such matters? That would be the Labor Relations Act, specifically the Code of uh, code of Good Practice on Dismissals. So that entails the right to procedural fairness. You can't just be dismissed. There has to be some, some, some basis upon which an employer... Uh, makes a finding or at least a preliminary determination that there has been misconduct or that they in, that they have a legitimate interest over your conduct. And then you have to be afforded a right to be heard. You know, that is basic South African law. You have the right to be heard where you stand accused. I know that word is usually used in the criminal law context, but where there are allegations against you, you have to respond to them before a, a decision is made on your dismissal. You know, I'm always uh, intrigued to know if uh, an employer can dismiss an employee for having been arrested during the unrest. I mean, they they are now arrested and they are set free. Can the employer say, no, I don't want you anymore because you have been arrested? Again, the lawyer responds, it depends on the circumstances. But let me just run you through a couple of scenarios that may play out in that in that instance. So at first, when somebody is arrested, they are obviously unable to render services. So we get into an instance of either incapacity because you are unable to render those services or absenteeism. So you are absent from the workplace and your, your whereabouts in, in, in certain instances cannot be determined. So an employer would have to look at that from an incapacity process. It comes to, I will have to terminate your employment because you are unable to render your services. And then there's absenteeism as well, when, you are also, when, you, when your absence has not been explained. But we have had a case before our courts where even where an employee was incarcerated, the fact that the employer was aware that they were incarcerated and had been denied bail was a factor taken into consideration. And in that case, the court said, well, you could always exercise your right to, to appoint somebody on a fixed-term basis. So all of the, the instance of incarceration has really to be looked at on its merits. But there are those options available. You can either dismiss somebody for open, operational requirements and or because, they, 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 because of incapacity or absenteeism or because they have breached their employment contract and that we then delve into an issue of supervening impossibility, which makes it impossible for an employee to render services. 
But then, you know, it seems like uh, the labor law and the schedule that you've just taken us through is one that is in favor of uh, the employer as opposed to the employee, especially in these current circumstances. Um, but what is the employee's right then? I mean, if I was caught in the crossfire, I was walking across, I didn't know they were going to be looting. Then I get arrested with the masses. I've got nothing on me that proves uh, that I've been arrested. And I'm behind bars and I stay there for about a week or two. I can't go to work. I can't report. Um does it mean then the law will not look at my case as an individual uh, and, and, and weigh it on that? Or will I lose my job because I was AWOL for about seven days? So you wouldn't really be be dismissed. It's, it's very unlikely that you would be dismissed in just a week. And what I would advise employees to do is if you are behind bars, it's always it's always advisable to inform your your next of kin to to get in touch with your employer. Because usually employers policies also provide for a period within which an employer will try and reach you to establish your whereabouts, contact your next of kin. And if you do eventually come out and you were arrested simply because you were with the masses, that is something that you can take before your employer to, if a decision has already been made to dismiss you, to appeal the decision to say that, listen, I was absent for reasons beyond my, my control. And this is what I have to, to, to prove or back up what I'm saying. And in that instance, if an employer does not um, take back their decision to dismiss you, you, we always have our alternative dispute resolution forums, the CCMA bargaining council, where you can always go and challenge the, the, the decision to dismiss you. So it's not as, as clear-cut or as easy for employers because of the procedural fairness requirement. You can't just dismiss somebody. And even when you dismiss, there has to be a substantively fair reason for that decision. Now, what, what sort of aspects should employers consider including in their policies uh, when dealing with uh, employees uh, participating in such activities? And I, I hope we're not going to see this happening again in our country. But now that it has happened, I'm sure policies need to be adjusted so that they align with what is happening in the country. Definitely, definitely. Uh, the, the very first one is actually what we've just spoken about. Um, it's always, always advisable to clearly set out what the policy statement is. Yes, you would, you would not as an employee enjoy a right to curb people's right to freedom of expression, to demonstrate or to express their, their disapproval of whatever societal issue is at play but also encourage them to behave in an appropriate manner and also that as, as employers, they are actually ambassadors of the business and to, to make them alive to the fact that they may, they may engage in conduct which could compromise trust in the relationship or could actually become an issue of misconduct over which you would then dis- dismiss them. Secondly, they should report where, where they've been arrested, Um, where they are not able to report for duty because there have also been incidents where employees were unable to report for duty because all entrance and exits to communities were blocked. So to immediately or as soon as you can report that to your line manager or your supervisor. And also 
if you do not report what the what the consequences of not reporting or not complying with the policy would be and also set out what in what what would happen in the instance of you being incarcerated will you be suspended would you be disciplined how will that be handled so it's always great to have a policy that clearly sets out what the company expects the type of conduct you expect, behavior on and off site, as well as what the consequences of non-compliance would be. You know, it seems that the time has come for companies uh, to adjust their policies accordingly, not only when it comes to protests, but also uh, things like social media. Because if you're saying conduct um, on-site and off-site is uh, considered by companies, then this should be done. And another thing, I think, I mean, there is an onus on the employer to sit down with its employees and give them a proper briefing of the new policies in order for the employees to, to know where they stand and know the consequences. Definitely. I mean, in, in in every case where I've dealt with a dismissal issue, either before the CCMA or bargaining council, the primary, the first question is, was there a rule in place? Was the employee aware or reasonably expected to have been aware? So that is quite a, pri- you correctly point out, it's, it's very important. You can't just implement or put in place policies and not communicate them and not consult on them. You have to inform them what the rules of engagement are and what is expected by the company and what the consequences are. And also, if, I mean, we, we, have, we have seen where, where it's totally beyond your control, you find yourself in the fix of things, what you can do there are always alternatives for employees. They must just be communicated. That is very important. Let's go to a quick break. Let me remind you at home that we are talking to uh, Peteni Nguna, who's director in the employment practice at Cliff Decker Hofmeyer. And we are looking at the legalities around employees who may have been involved in looting. What are the rights and responsibilities from the employer side and the employee's perspective? Um, yes, I know you want to uh, weigh in. You are welcome to weigh in on this on 011 714 or WhatsApp 0614104107. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. In discussion with Peteni Nguna, director in the employment practice at Cliff Decker Hofmeyer, we are talking about legalities around employees who may have been involved in looting. Um, Peten, what is most worrying? Is it the company's image? Or is it the employee's involvement in taking part in a protest? So it, it just goes beyond the image and the participation in the process. In the protest, the protest in itself may not be an issue. We've had we've had peaceful protests. What what becomes a problem is the conduct that actually deviates even from the from the stated purpose of the demonstration or protest or protest. Sorry, um, you would have, for example, if something has happened and you want to demonstrate your disapproval, but instead people start vandalizing businesses wherever they walk, they start vandalizing people's cars. That is obviously unacceptable. Now, onto the company's company's image, that is one of one of the concerns. There's also the conduct part, like I stated earlier. 
you are employed in retail, you are entrusted with millions worth of stock, then you are caught on camera or there are witnesses who see you stealing from another retailer. As an employer, you have to then ask yourself, if it's the person I want to continue working from me, can I trust them considering that they've done that? What if they also steal from me? So, so con- the conduct you engage her, you engage in, has far-reaching consequences, and that that is also another leg of the consideration. It's not just the employer's good name, so to say. So there's a lot uh, that goes into this, uh, but yes. um, I mean, let's say one is involved in uh, a service delivery protest in their communities. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can a line be drawn there as opposed to um, you know service protests that affect um, you know retailers and malls. Yes, a line can be drawn. I mean, there's there's really nothing wrong with you demonstrating your disapproval on a socioeconomic issue. There is nothing wrong with you protesting. But the moment you step out of line, that can or may not even have an implication on, 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 on the employer-employee relationship. So, again, every case has to be considered on its particular circumstances we can't just draw a blanket or put on a blanket yes or no yes you will be disciplined no you will not be disciplined we have to delve into uh, into the conduct we have to look at what it is that we are complaining of and what is the link between that conduct and us as the employer excellent thank you so very much for shedding light on this petani it's uh, such a great pleasure having you thank you for having me Okay. <laughs>